Hi guys, welcome back to Call You Later Podcast. This is episode two, week two. My name is Kelly and I'm here with John, who's my boyfriend. We're both college students and this is our second episode of our podcast. Yes. Last week we talked about like an introduction, why we're starting the podcast, everything like that. So if you haven't listened to that, definitely go check that out, but we're glad you're here. So welcome back to episode two. Welcome back. And uh, today we're going to be talking about friendships, everything of fake friends, how to make friends, things to do and healthy relationships. Uh, It's... Something that's very crucial um, all throughout life, um, but especially in school and college because that's where you could potentially make friends for life. So it's important to spot the fake ones ahead of time and find those that are going to be there for life with you. Yes. So I just want to say, like, I think it's really important that we remember remembering everything that we talk about like every situation is very different Mm -hmm. so these might apply to you they might not just everyone has a different take on it and everyone's life is a little bit different Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's always different no matter which situation you go into exactly so first things first i found this on pinterest i did a little bit of research for our topic and there's typically a few different types of friends so there i have four on our note and it's acquaintances casual friends close friends and then intimate friends yes so i think that's helpful like because as a school like student there's those people that you see in the hallway and you say hi to them but then there's those people you sit next to in class and then there's also those friends that you go out with and you do stuff besides homework Mm -hmm. but then there's also your best friends yeah, no, definitely. Which I just thought it, sorry, I cut you off, yeah, <laughs> but fine. I just thought it was like interesting, like to really break it down and like think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm, I'm actually curious. I was looking over your talking points for the, uh, for the episode. I'm curious, I, let's define intimate friends. Cause I think everybody has definition, different definitions yeah. of that. So I think that would be something interesting to kind of expand on and see what we think. I think intimate friends are those friends that you kind of share everything with. You have a lot of trust with them. It's a very healthy relationship. Okay. And then you spend a lot of time with them as well. Okay, fair. We... So, so close, so up to the best friend level. Oh, definitely. You know? I think that okay. is best friend level. Yeah, okay, okay. Because I feel like close friends is just like your friends, but you're not like at yeah. the best friend level. No, I get that. That makes sense. So my first talking point, and we kind of talked about this a little bit, is how to spot fake friends. Mm-hmm. So I came up with a few questions that I think are important okay. to ask when you're questioning if you have a fake friend. All right. So the first one is, how do you feel after spending time with this person? So... If this is like my best friend, if, if I'm going to analyze John here, how do I feel after spending time with John? Usually he makes me pretty happy, you know, like we have fun. I don't like feel bad about it. But if I'm hanging out with someone that I'm like questioning if they're a fake friend, maybe I feel like I don't have a lot of energy or I'm just kind of like, wow, why did I do that? Like those kind of feelings with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. My second question is, am I myself around them? Oh, that's a big one. It so can definitely change. Exactly. You, you, if you notice you change, that's yeah. a big thing. So sometimes when you're with a fake friend, you have to feel like you're being a different version of yourself because you're scared you're going to get judged, stuff like that. And then can I trust them? Like I mentioned, I feel like I trust you. I'm pretty sure I trust you too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But like with those close friends, you really can trust them. So it's like, do I have to be someone else around mm-hmm. them? And then my fourth question is, are they supportive and respectful of you? Okay. Okay. Fair enough. But like um, going, if you're like thinking, oh man, is this person a fake friend? Like, I think those are good questions to ask. Yeah, no, definitely. You have to really, you have to take a step back from it because sometimes it's easy to get blended into the reality mm-hmm. and just kind of go along with the friendship where sometimes you have to force yourself to take a step back and really look at the situation and, you know, ask, is this good for me? You right. Know? And then sometimes you won't even notice it until like a few weeks of knowing this person. But honestly, like I've had friends that like turn into fake friends. Mm-hmm. Like they can re- change. You're really mm-hmm. close with the person and then like years down the road, you're yeah. like, oh my gosh, are they really a real friend? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's always interesting. So should we talk about like some key points of fake friends, I guess? Yes. Like that'd be a good next Yes, I think that's a good flow. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, let me think for this one. (laughs) 
No, I think I'll let you take oh, this one. Okay, yeah, okay. you got this. You got this. Get to like rant about fake friends mm-hmm. right yeah. now. No, I'm, I'm going to let you go. On. You All got right. This. So another thing that I thought was really like helpful mm-hmm. for noticing like things that fake friends can do is they only talk to you when it's convenient for them. Very. So like mm-hmm. sometimes yeah. you'll text them and they don't respond for a while, which I'm not going to lie, I'm really guilty of that, but it's just because I have do not disturb on all the time. But, like, even it goes further than that. Like, you'll schedule a hangout and they flake. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. It's kind of like when it repetitive, when it just happens over and over again. When they need a friend, they'll come to you. Exactly. They only reach out to you when they need something. Sometimes it can be as simple as they're not nice to you. And this one's a little easier to spot. Um, mm-hmm. Because it, it's hurtful when someone's not nice to you. So it's, it, it you hits more. It. You, you feel it. It's yeah. not just something that you can't notice because you're blinded to it. It's you really... It's immediately noticeable. It like hits home and you're mm-hmm. just like, ooh, that one hurts. Um, they're ne- So this kind of goes back to the, they only want something when it's convenient for them. Is mm-hmm. They're never there when you need them, mm-hmm. which I feel like that's how I always kind of like, ooh, are they a fake friend once I start mm-hmm. feeling that one? And then you can't feel your, you can't be your true self around them. You kind of feel judged. So you kind of aren't being yourself. Just they to- force you to change. Exactly. And is that really for the better? And then when you guys do hang out, Maybe they talk about themselves, but they don't even, you don't have to, you don't even have to be hanging out for that to happen. You know, no, you don't have to be hanging out with this person face to face for any of these situations to happen as well. And it's all me, 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 me. (laughs) It's, it's, it's not really valuable. Um, another thing that I thought was like a key for fake friends, like picking that up is they might talk behind your back or gossip. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But another thing that I think is really important, and my mom taught me this when I was little, because I was, like, raised not to gossip about other people. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not polite. It's just, like, I don't want to be known for a gossip. And the thing that always made me stop gossiping, if I ever thought about doing it, is when you're gossiping with someone, do you ever think that the person you're gossiping with gossips about you when you're not with them? Never. It doesn't come to mind (laughs) that often. That's instantly what I think about. Because I'm like, if me and John were talking about someone, and then... I am hanging out with someone else. Do you think John would openly talk about me with someone else? Like, because he's so easily gossiped about this person with me. That's a bad example. Ooh. But it's Oof. just like how my mind goes with the whole, yeah. like, mm-hmm. ooh, should I be gossiping? Like, that kind of situation. Makes you bite your tongue. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, fake friends can also be very critical and envious of you. So they get jealous of you yeah. easily. And then that might be like backhanded compliments, which is always like, ooh, is that a compliment? Ouch, that kind of hurts. You never know. You, know you, you don't know. And they struggle being happy for you. And sometimes you might even be like, oh, I don't want to tell this person because I, I know they're not going to be happy for me. You know, like that kind of thing, which I think is like a big flashing light. They might be a fake friend. Yeah, you gotta be able to, <laughs> you've got to be able to notice those warning signs before you really get too deep into the friendship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything else to add to that? Um, so I kind of went at this from a different route um, mm-hmm. in terms of I went for types of friends. Okay. Um, so you have the specific points. I went for specific types of friends that I have experienced in the past. Um, the biggest one for me, I titled this one the food friend, um, <laughs> but it can apply to a bunch of different things. But it's it's mainly the one it, it applies to when they're, it's only convenient for you. Um, I've had one of these friends in the past and I had to ghost them. If, exactly. <laughs> um, it, it's... If you notice that someone is only around when you're paying for them, you know, if they're broke and need food or whatever, or you go bowling and you pay for them consistently, but then if you offer a free hangout, they never want to come. Or if it's their turn to pay, they never pay. That is 
one of the biggest ones. It starts um, to get like off balance. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you think, oh, one or two times it's fine, but then once it's like they still haven't done it. It's exactly. Like, <laughs> if they never offer, then you, yeah, you know, it's it's kind of obvious. And then the other one uh, that really stuck out to me was the social clout friend. Um, this <laughs> one, I've never had one of these before, <laughs> which I'm very grateful for. It kind of scares me when you told me about this. Yeah, it, it's just it's one of those things you have to think about it um, because if you're higher up in social status. Um, sometimes people will leech onto you and they'll just suck off your popularity. You know, they will, they're not ever, you can really tell that they're not truly a friend um, with a lot of these warning signs that you listed um, just because they're trying to get their name out there. They'll talk about you a lot to other people and how they're, you Will know, they you're... talk about you in a positive aspect? Then? Yes, but it's not positive if you think about it. They're, they're just trying to gain okay. clout because they're friends with you. Ooh. So they're talking about you in a very positive way, but it's actually not positive at all. Okay. Um, so it's, it's kind of the exact opposite of what you would think, but yeah. those are, those were, those were the two with me. Um, those were the two big things that I came into when doing some research for this and just personal experience what I found. Um, but now that we've kind of talked about the problems, uh, we probably should talk about how to deal with them because they're, they're, yeah, they're, there are many ways that you can do it, but it's hard to really take that first step to deal with them because yeah. you don't, sometimes you just don't want to hurt people. I don't like hurting people. That, and, it's, and then it's kind of like, for me, it's like, no, they're not a fake friend. They're a good friend. Like, I can't believe that they're actually a fake mm-hmm. friend. Yeah, you can't mentally convince yourself yeah. that this is not good for you. But I'm, like, that person that believes everyone's, like, out for the, like, the best yeah. thing. Like, no mm-hmm. one's out there to really hurt you. But there are people. And you have mm-hmm. to deal with that. So, what are your... I love having the boy, expe- like, side of this. Yeah. It's just so interesting to me. So, so my biggest thing is you got to test it. You got you to gotta ask yourself the questions that you listed um, and just really look and see... You know, is this good for me? Am I happy in this? A lot of the questions that you brought up are the easiest ways to deal with it. But then after that, you really, to me, there's only two routes you can go down. Mm-hmm. Um, it's either ghost or confront them about it. I low-key think we could have like a whole episode all about ghosting. Mm-hmm. There's so many like avenues. Stay to tuned, take. everyone. Stay tuned. <laughs> okay. So what was the second one? Sorry, I missed that because I was thinking about ghosting. Um, so it, it just confronting them, just, okay. just saying something to the face, just asking them about it, which is obviously the harder route. Yeah, um, I did put confront them on my list, but it's definitely one of those really challenging things mm-hmm. to do because it could turn awkward if absolutely they're it, not they're, a thing, like if they're just going through things. Because you always have to remember too, like everyone's personal life is so different. Mm-hmm. Like they might say like this is going on, but like find out they're having like issues at home or something, yeah. and then you confront them about this, and they're like, oh my god, I didn't even realize I was doing that. But for the most part, if you have more than one sign, it's kind of there. And, and it all depends on what type of fake friend they are. Exactly. Um, I mean, there are so many different types um, other than the two that we listed. I mean, there are so many types. So you really have to come in and think about what's the best question to ask. Because right. just asking a simple question can get the ball rolling and start a whole conversation. Right. And I think communication is really big mm-hmm. with any kind of relationship. So then for mine, I also put limit your time you spend with them. So like sometimes, again, ghosting, but sometimes it's easy to ease out of a friendship. So say like I hang out with someone every single day, limit that down to two or three times a week. Okay. And then slowly less and less until it's like just a quick text and just kind of ease them out of like being a real good friend to them. And then you have to like, and then it's important to remember it's them, not you. Yeah. And again, for people like me who believe that everyone's just a nice person maybe mm-hmm. i'm just overthinking this it's not me it's them like yeah they're not i'm not the reason they're a fake friend it's just they're a fake friend mm-hmm. like that kind of situation and then i think it's just being aware that there are fake friends is yeah really you have you have to being aware is one of the biggest things yeah. you know you you have to know heading into a friendship 
the possibilities that it could be a really good friendship or it could be a fake friendship, um, which obviously we'll get into later about how to actually find friends and how to be able to spot those early warning signs. I feel like that was such like a interesting way to start the podcast. So now we're going to like, we're going like, yeah, to lighten, lighten it up lighten a little up, bit. We're going to be a little more positive. What mm-hmm. are the signs of a good friend and mm-hmm. healthy relationship? Mm-hmm. kind of feel like we should have started with this one to have like a nice, happy you know, start to it. But you know, it is. It is you got to change it up sometimes. Yeah, you have to exactly. switch it up on them. <laughs> So I put as like my thing with this is it's a two way street. You have to be a good friend to have good friends. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. a strong believer in that because they're just going to like kind of be what you're like, whatever you put in, they're going to put it. It's in. like a mirror. Exactly. You know? um, do you want to go into this or like? <laughs> uh, yeah. It's just, they're, they're so important. Um, healthy relationships are everything in a friendship. Um, not just in friendships and everything with your family, with your actual relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, they're so important. Um, you really have to ask yourself, do you feel comfortable around them? Um, for me, being comfortable is one of the biggest things for a healthy relationship. You know, even in a fake friendship, you'll feel kind of awkward when you're around them. It might not flow very well. Um, and they just, they have to be really supportive. Um, right. You know, it, it's like you said, it's a two-way street. You know, yeah. you kind of have to go back and forth. You, it's easier to tell when it's a healthy relationship than it is when a fake friendship, for me at least. I definitely agree with yeah. that. Um, so I put down, you want to be happy for them and they want you to be happy. Like, yeah. You know, like that's a big mm-hmm. thing and they support you. They want you to be successful. You want that for them. So it's just kind of, again, you want that, they want that. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to be with you through the good and the bad. So they're not just there for you during good times. They're yeah. there for you when you need them. Um, and this one's kind of like iffy. It kind of, you're able to forgive and forget. Obviously with having friends, and two people or more than two people, there's going to be conflicts and you have to be able to work that out. And whether that's you forgive them or you just forget about it yeah. and move on, I think that's really important to a healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, they're respectful of your thoughts. They listen to you. Yeah. I think listening is like, if I could make that like bold across the screen, it's listen to your I'll friends. Throw, I'll throw a graphic up just in like the editing process. I'll throw a graphic up. <laughs> Um, also good friends will make time for you. Mm -hmm. If someone's super busy and they just keep saying, I'm really busy, you're not a priority. They might not really be in it to be your best friend, like, or a good friend. You know what I mean? If someone's too busy for you, they're not a good friend. They don't have the priority. Like someone will make time for you Mm -hmm. if they're like, if they want to be good friends. Um, again, go back to, they don't gossip about you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Even positive gossip. (laughs) Exactly. No, gossip is gossip no matter which way it goes. Exactly. Um, you guys can be honest with each other. So you have a lot of trust. Um, mm-hmm. But I thought this was interesting too when I was doing some research. It's having other friends too. So you want to have mm-hmm. the balance. So you're giving them space, but also you're not just putting all your like expectations and needs onto one person. Yeah, you don't have one friend. It's... You have to have like a, it's hard, but we're going to talk about how to make friends. Yes. But if you just have one friend, it's overwhelming for that one person. Mm-hmm. And then that can make them lead into potentially being a fake friend mm-hmm, absolutely. so i think that's really important and that goes back to don't set too many expectations yeah on this one person and just kind of be like oh this is my friend that i like to do this with i think that's fine to yeah. do and just be like well balanced um so my next like thing that i thought would be fun to talk about is how to make friends i just yes. mentioned this and do you have any what were like what were you talking about when you so making friends is super hard i think it can be super hard but at the same time it can be super easy too it's it can natural. be if you if you master the art of it it can there be, is an you know? art to it i'm going to share it, all my tips with you guys and it all depends i mean because you know for us for example we're exact almost opposite personalities in a way like <laughs> i'm such an, i'm an introvert you're such an extrovert you know yeah. you you are very outgoing whereas i'm a more quiet person you know like just approaching someone in class for me a long time ago it's gotten better over the years but yeah. back in high school and everything was 
not an easy thing to do. And it, it really takes a lot to break into that. You know, you got to kind of, I don't want to say change your personality type, but in terms of introvert, extrovert to make friends, you kind of have to force yourself to be a little more Definitely. outgoing. I used to be super shy and quiet, which I feel like you might not believe that because <laughs> you've only known me for so long and being super loud and outgoing. But it's one of those things like when you want to start doing certain things, you have to like change the inside of you yeah. to do that. Mm -hmm. And that goes off my first tip is you have to be your own best friend first. And I know it sounds a little weird, but that's what I learned how to be more outgoing. Yeah. It, it was, I was, being my own best friend made me feel confident in who I was because I wasn't trying to be friends with other people. It was yeah. like, I'm cool with spending time on my own. Like I know what I like to do. I know what I want to do. Mm -hmm. And then people gravitate towards you. Yeah. So I think it's a really big, like, be your own best friend first. No, I completely agree with that. Um, I, I think that that's very important. You know, you have to find yourself um, yeah. before you can find someone else that you can rely on. You know, Definitely. Mm -hmm. So when you are becoming your own best friend, if that's the route you're going to take, you have to figure out, like, what you like to do, what you want, like, in life, you know, like, what you're interested in, like, whether that be your hobbies. Like, for me, for example, when I started... Like, there was just this point in my life where I was like, I'm tired of being this shy, quiet person. I want to be more outgoing. Mm -hmm. So I started really, like, thinking through what I was interested in. For example, I used to go to the gym a lot. And I went to a specific gym where it was, like, a group workout. Yeah. And, like, I really got into running. But it was really cool because that's how I met other people that really loved running and got into it as well. Okay, nice. So that feeds into me. You'll, like, find people who are interested in the same hobbies, mm -hmm. yeah. which makes it the click a little bit easier mm -hmm. yeah no, the clicks that you, if you can find people that are into the same stuff it's going to be much easier to make friends out of them um but for me i can even though we can expand on this a lot <laughs> i think i'm gonna i want i would like to sum this down into two words okay. um if you don't mind go ahead the easiest way to make friends is to say hi oh definitely just approach like you, you have to be the first one mm -hmm. just say hi that's all you have to do. I know it sounds very, very hard, but that's how I forced myself to do it. So do you just, just say, say hi? hi? That's all you have to do. Let's say, even if it's just walking down the hallway and, you know, you're on your way to class, just say hi to somebody. You never know. It could spark a conversation. My personal favorite way to start a conversation. Okay. Because it leads into more of a conversation. Yes. Because sometimes when you say hi, it's a great start. Especially if you're just starting to try this out. Mm -hmm. But saying hi, sometimes people won't say hi back. So you exactly. Have, yeah. So you have to get them talking. Okay. So what I've learned that works really well with this is like, say I see John, I'll be like, oh, I really like your t-shirt. Ah, uh, start with a compliment. Where is it from? Okay. But like sometimes like if it's a guy, you might not ask where their shirt's from or, but a compliment's great because people love to be complimented. Mm -hmm. They love that. They love talking about themselves. But then also if you engage them with a question after the compliment, it creates the conversation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. Key. Oh. <laughs> nice, nice. No, I, I, I completely get that. Um, starting with a compliment is definitely nice. Everyone does like to be complimented, it's, you know? And people love to talk about themselves. So I think that's another thing when you are reaching out to people is it's okay if you don't tell them your whole life story. Yeah. Right away. Oh, I, no. I would honestly, almost, I would go away from that. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah you yeah, don't want to no. tell them your whole life story, but you don't want to be like, I do this, I work here, blah, yeah. blah, blah. They don't really care because they don't know you. But you know what you can do is you can ask them that because as much as you want to tell them that, they want to tell you that too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you're exactly. Like, so what do you do? Be a listener. Where do you work? Be a listener. Listen. Be a listener. Yes. Listen. <laughs> yes. Um, but so I have some tips on how to make friends and that can be as simple as reaching out to people you might already know. So like I could be like, hey, John, do you think you could get a 
get together with your friends. I'm trying to meet new people. Mm -hmm. It might sound weird, but you're putting yourself out there. And I met a lot of friends through friends. Yeah. And I think that's a great way to meet people. Again, if you have certain hobbies that you're into, like if you like working out, go to the gym, say hi to people. Say, I like your sneakers. What kind of workout are you doing? Some people don't like to be approached at the gym. The gym is a little, the the gym is a little touchy. The gym is a little touchy. The gym is a little touchy. I know when I have my headphones in, if somebody comes up and taps on my shoulder, mm, I mm. love a good like gym conversation. Get me out of that workout. Like, see again, the introvert, extrovert personality. It's just everyone, everyone is different. You know, you have it each, each situation is different. You know, you have to approach each one differently. Um, but again, ask your friends, reach out to people, your family, even like I have older brothers. I could be like, Hey, are you guys going out to dinner? Can I join? And then you meet their friends, something simple like that. Just say yes to any invitations mm-hmm. you get. I think yeah. that's the most important. Like I know it's easy to say no because it's like, I don't know any of these people, but sometimes when you go to parties or events where you don't know a single person, it can be a lot of fun. You just Always have to be, stay safe. You have to be Always safe about safe. it. Like, Always stay tell safe. someone where you're going, preferably yeah. go with like someone if you have someone, mm-hmm. but they can be a lot of fun. But I had some places that you can meet new people. So like school, work, the gym, social events, bars, online friends. I think it kind of counts though. Like, you oh, know, yeah. sometimes they even meet up. Like nowadays yeah. it's like normal. It's a normal thing to meet <laughs> online friends nowadays. It's crazy. It's still kind of weird me out a little bit, but it is like a new norm. Um, there's volunteering. You can get outside. Like if you just go walk your dog or just take a walk around your neighborhood, I'm sure someone's going to say hi to oh, you yeah. and you mm-hmm. spark a conversation. The if you one, have a cute dog, especially. Ooh. But, like, sometimes, like, I'd even go, I don't have any pets, so I'd ride my bike around my neighborhood. I'd be surprised, like, every time I'd go out riding my bike, at least, like, three people would say hi to me. Wow. And I was just kind of like, that's nice, you know? I mean, like, if you spark a conversation, great, but who knows? Mm -hmm. And then, like, sporting events, you can go to, like, high school games, Mm -hmm. college football, I don't know, or just even, like, the major league kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. And because, again, that gives you... If you're into sporting events, you can go there and you can meet people that are also into it. You can chat them up. Something in common. Mm -hmm. So then I wanted to go a little bit more in depth on how to actually make friends once you meet someone. Okay. Do you think this is like, do you have any notes on this? I don't personally have any notes on this. Um, I do, however, want to put out a call to action though. Okay. um, For our listeners, if you're struggling to make friends, um, like I was, I want you to challenge yourself um, to talk to one new person a day. I like that challenge. One it's new person. So it doesn't have to be a long conversation. You can get their Snapchat, their phone number or something, so you can keep the conversation going. If you click, that is perfect. But all you have to do is say hi to one person, give them a compliment, right. start a conversation. Hey, man, I like your shirt. Oh, thanks, bro. You it's know? so easy. And then but it's, you roll through. Mm-hmm. It builds that like, oh, yeah, he said hi to me like last week, and then they might mm-hmm. reach out to you again. And it may not seem like anything, just one person a day, you know, but you got to think after 30 days, you've met 30 new people if you really do it. And you could have, if you could convert two to friends, you have two new friends, you know? Exactly. But also at the same time, as we're telling you all these tips on how to make friends and that it's cool to make Mm -hmm. lots of friends, it's also, you have to be very picky with who you meet. Oh, absolutely. Because you don't Mm want to have a lot of fake friends. No. That Again, you gotta just, filter out the fake you friends. You gotta filter them out. But, and that is why we put fake friends first. <laughs> yes, just like so you know, you know what to look for. So, on my tips on how to actually make friends once you meet someone is to pay attention what and who is around you. Don't be glued to your phone. So, if you're out at a social event or you're just out at the grocery store or shopping, if you're on your phone like this and not looking around, you're not gonna see any mm-hmm. potential new friends, and they're not gonna think they'll approach you because you're busy on your phone. And I think that's really important. And that mm-hmm. can be kind of challenging when everyone's on their phone now. Yeah. Um, I love this quote, and my mom always told us this growing up: "Is to be interesting, you need to be interested." Yes. So whether I want John to think I'm interesting, I'm gonna have to be interested in him. So I'm gonna be like, "So what do you like to do on weekends?" 
And that ultimately makes me more interesting because I'm interested in him. Yeah. It's kind of like one of those weird things to wrap your head around, but I think it's really important to know. So you want to be interested in the other person, ask questions, make small talk as awkward as it Mm -hmm. can be. It works. Small talk is very awkward, but it can be really good in the end. Exactly. Because you don't want to like dive into a deep question like, so how much money do you make a year? Like, no one's going to answer <laughs> that's, that's that. That's a daring like, question. That is a daring question. <laughs> There's just some things you don't talk about right away. Um, I love going up to someone and giving them a compliment. And then another thing that I think is so important, I wrote this in all caps. Remember what they say and especially remember their name. Oh, yeah. The name's key. You got to remember the name. And I love when someone, like if I meet someone and they'll drop my name, like, oh, it was so nice meeting you, Kelly, at the end of a conversation. I'm just like, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> um, don't judge. Everyone has a story. So it doesn't matter what kind of friend you have. John's laughing at my nerves. So I put underneath this as there's this country song and it's you have friends in low places. You can't be picky about your friends. Sometimes the best friends are the ones that you're like, yeah, that's my friend. <laughs> like, you can't. Like, you don't have to worry about, oh, our camera's going to cut off. <laughs> Lovely. All right, well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for a quick break. Welcome back, guys. Um, So, camera died. We apologize about that. Uh, Minor technical difficulty. We will be more prepared for episode three. Um, I didn't make sure to stay tuned for that. The camera batteries were not charged, but it's it's okay. You know, just full blame. Exactly. It's just uh, adding into the bloopers. uh, Which, speaking of bloopers on Instagram, go check us out. Yes. Um, But Um, back to where we we were. Um, We were talking about remembering your name and the the friends in low places. I feel like you're judging me yes. on this one. Yes, 100% part. am. But it's important to have friends in high and low places because you never know what they bring to the table. And also, like, you no- you never know. No, they could potentially not. help you and you can't be afraid. A friend could save your life. Exactly. So you don't want to be judgmental. <laughs> you don't want to be judgmental towards these people. But also you can't worry about what other people think of you for being friends with this person. No, no. Does no. that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that was just, like, my point with that one. You were just laughing, reading ahead on me on my talking points. Yes. Um, it's just the way you put it in the notes. It's it's that country song, Friends in Low Places. I don't know the song of it. What's this, what's this? Friends in Low Places. Is that what it's called? I think, it, yeah, I think so, yeah. Garth Brooks. Mm-hmm. Yes. Good job, mm-hmm. John. Um, How so, ironic that I'm not a country music fan. <laughs> I will corrupt you. It's going to happen. But um, get to know the person, be yourself, be there for them. So, like, being there for them, whether that be putting time into the mm-hmm. friendship, offering them, like, offering to help them out. But also remember, you don't want this to be one-sided. So if they don't text you to hang out after, like, three times, you probably should wait for them to text you. Mm-hmm. Like, that kind of thing. Yeah. You just don't want to seem overly interested. And then make an effort to stay in touch. I think that's, like, really important. So, like, when Absolutely. you meet up with someone, when you first meet them, because this is all about how to actually be friends with these yeah. people that you meet is make an effort to stay in touch whether so so if say i meet john at some event and i'm like oh here's my snapchat wait for him to text you i don't know but again it might be different since mm-hmm. you're a boy yeah and I'm, like, it, interested it, it, in it's, you. Again, it's a case-by-case basis it's again it changes by every situation you just gotta but, like, drop the text it, every but so often it was like a just... friend i'd be like hey it was nice meeting you mm-hmm. and kind of see where it goes yeah and if the conversation's rolling and it dies for the night and you know you don't talk for a day or two just drop in a text just mm-hmm. hey how you doing you know hey what's been up you know personally i'm a huge fan of snapchat because then you can just send them like a picture if the message does die off mm-hmm. and then it kind of sparks that conversation gets it going again exactly yeah. without being like too many texts yeah mm-hmm. absolutely okay and uh so kind of rolling into the final thing on friendships today um what can you actually do once you make friends <laughs> um there's so many different things you can do and 
you know, it, it, in, you put in your notes here, um, which is actually really good. It, it depends on if they're new friends or best friends. You yeah. know, if you're running out of things to do with your best friends, there's new things you can do. Um, but also if you have new friends, you don't want to go too crazy. You know, yeah. you don't want to be insane. When I first meet someone, I personally don't like doing anything like close to home. And I mean this, whether that be something that's personal to me. Like if I, I do YouTube, I don't want to be like, I do YouTube. Do you want to be in my vlog? Like that's too close for Ooh. a new friend. Like I have to be best friends to have them on my channel, like that kind of thing. But also... I don't like having people at my house when I don't know them at all. Cause I'm like, I don't want to bring some stranger home, you yeah. know, like that kind mm -hmm. of thing. Yeah, absolutely. So it's kind of two ways. One say, like, I don't like bringing them too close to home. Do you have anything on your notes on this one? <laughs> um, so as far as uh, doing with friends, um, I'm pretty basic. Um, oh, I, <laughs> but, good. but the basic activities can be the most fun. Exactly. Um, you know, I, I put down my big three were bowling movies and food. Um, because you can combine them yeah. in packs. Like they're easily, you know, you can do two out of the three on a night yeah. and then you can, you know, it, it could generate a bunch of different uh, conversational topics. Definitely. Um, but my thing, like when I go out with my guy, you know, my guy friends, uh, it's food. It's it's always food. I um, think food's like the biggest one. Because it's, it's so, it's one, it's what everyone does. Exactly. Um, so it's easy. You can have conversations over it or if it gets really awkward, you can be quiet and just keep eating, you know? You don't have to focus on the conversation if it gets I too awkward. I did put food down for, like, so with, I separated into categories with new friends and then best friends. And best friends can do all of these, but new friends, I kind of like, oh, I'm going to do, I don't know. <laughs> Minor setback. <laughs> Everyone um, on YouTube is just getting the inside details. If you're listening on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, make sure you check out the YouTube version. You should. There's some interesting things that go um, on during this podcast. Okay, but like your best friends, you can do all of this above. But mm -hmm. like when you're just starting to know a person, or like this is the first time you're hanging out, you just kind of want to be like a little bit more reserved. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just be relaxed. You, you relax. You want to be you, but also you don't want to be like too you. Yeah. Like here, let me show you, like, my room and show you around, or, like, I want to show you my whole collection of DVDs I own. I don't know, like, something weird, like, it might just fuck them up just a little bit. They're not your best friend yet. Exactly. You have to work up to the best yeah. friend status. Like, you just don't want to declare someone as your best friend. But going back to what to do with your new friends, you can really do anything. I feel like getting food is the most common, mm -hmm. but sometimes that can get old after a while, or if you already get food and you still are, like, wanting to hang out with this person, it's kind of like, what do I do next? But I did the same things you did. I did see a movie. You could go shopping, ice skating. So, like, any real, like, activity. Like, you could go hiking, mm -hmm. just, like, outside exploring. That kind of stuff is really great for getting to know new people yeah. because you're doing something. So, it gives you things to talk about because you can talk about what you're doing. It allows for quiet time if there's nothing to be said. Mm -hmm. And it's also great, especially if you, like, drive separate so you can both yeah. leave once you're done for the day. Yeah. I think it's a big thing. Mm -hmm. And then for best friends, you can obviously do all of those things, but I love doing these things, especially with best friends, just because I think it's like, you have to have that best yeah. friend status with these people. And that could be like making TikToks together, like just doing fun things. Like, if, like I mentioned, like having them on my YouTube channel, like I think that's like a best mm -hmm. friend thing. You can go to parties together, like just hang out at your house, like have a movie night or movie marathon or just like, I don't know, like. <laughs> no, there are so many different things you can do. At do. Home. Um, you just gotta you gotta find that fine line between what to do with new friends and what not to do yeah. with best or not what not to do with best friends and then with best friends you know you when you have a best friend you're gonna know them yeah. so you're gonna know your boundaries you and know? I feel like you could do this stuff with new friends I'm not saying you can't just for me personally you could I definitely like, make TikToks like, with a new friend yeah. if they're into it but I like separating it a little bit but that's just my personal opinion. <laughs> but right. I guess that wraps up our friendship. That topic. does wrap up the friendships. So. I just, Next. 
Go ahead. Not after you. Go ahead. <laughs> so like John mentioned, if you're watching our YouTube channels, definitely subscribe. And mm-hmm. I think we also mentioned our Instagram because there's papers. Yes. There's lots of stuff going oh, on. Oh, yes. There is constant content. Um, it's Call You Later Podcast. Uh, call YA Later Podcast. Um, our personals are also linked in the bio if you mm-hmm. want to check that out. So if you want to see our personals, definitely go check out the Instagram. But we post a lot of fun content over there and we'd love to have you guys over there to chit chat with mm-hmm. you guys. Yep. We also have Twitter, which is at Call You Later Pod. And you can tweet us, we tweet back, like hashtag tweet you later. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we'll be using that and the Instagram, like on Instagram stories to when mm-hmm. we ask for questions so yep. we can answer your questions because we're going to answer a few questions later. And since I keep mentioning TikTok, we also have a TikTok called Call You Later. Um, yeah, we're trying to make some content. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have a lot of content. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, there's you, you guys will see. Make sure you check out our TikTok. There Definitely. is there is a there's some quality there is, content. There is some quality content. <laughs> okay, so then as I mentioned from the last episode, I had a few of my followers ask us questions mm-hmm. just since we're building up the Instagram and yep. Twitter and everything. And I already have that kind of done. So we have a three questions. Yep. John knows the questions this I, week. I, I do week, know the questions. Last week, last week it was a surprise. Know. Last week was a surprise. <laughs> so the first question is, do you hang out with each other's friend groups or do you keep it separate? And I thought this was a really good question mm-hmm. since we just talked about friends and friend yeah, groups absolutely. and everything. So I would almost say it's yes and no. You know, <laughs> we both have, since we do go to school together and, you know, we've kind of developed our own little friend group inside of school. Um, so in that terms, yes, because we do have a friend group of, you know, five or six people that will all go out from time to time. But also no, because neither of us really necessarily know any of our outside friends after that. You know, yeah. school is kind of where we mesh with friends. But after that, we kind of have our own separate lives outside of that. I have my friends, you have your friends, yeah. and we kind of keep it separate. I think it's great because it has a lot of balance with mm-hmm. it because it's not too intertwined, especially mm-hmm. like in a relationship. You kind of have to make sure you're still your own person. Yeah. But we do have a friend group at school that's the same because that's how we like initially mm-hmm. kind of met like mm-hmm. through friends. So I would say we both have different friend groups, but we also yeah. have the same friend group, which I think is really like a good balance for us. Yes. The second question is, are you all doing something for fun for spring break? Because we're officially on spring break. We are now. officially on spring break. But. <laughs> There's a little caveat with that yeah, spring break. So um, our spring break was really just supposed to be a week until, was it March 13th or something? No, it started no, March 13th. No, it started the 13th and. It was going to go to the 20th or it was going to the day you guys read the, if you're listening to this on the day that the podcast went up, would be the day we would go back to school. Go back. But yes. with the coronavirus and everything, yes. we, our spring break got extended until like the 25th or something crazy like that. It's mm-hmm. like a super long spring break. And then all our classes are online now. Yeah. So we essentially have a two and a half uh, with summer break. We have like a six month spring break. Well, kind technically, of. Technically, we still have to I, do I, classes. I still have to call it summer break because it feels weird if it's like spring break then yes. school, you know? But we have a, an extended spring break through the end of the semester. <laughs> and we don't go back to school till August, which is so crazy. So I would say, yes, we're doing things fun over spring break, s- but we're not doing anything like super special. <laughs> Nothing as of right now since we're like at we're, home. Exactly. We're not going to Florida and partying up or yeah. anything. But it's definitely an interesting spring break it's gonna it's, it's one for the books yeah it's one for the books <laughs> and then the third question is what's the funniest date moment you've ever had there have been so many but there's one in particular for me at least that sticks out but i'll let you go first oh no ladies no, no, first. no you go first ladies first ladies first <laughs> okay i think we have a lot of funny moments mm-hmm. in our Absolutely. Dates. i think we're both kind of funny people we laugh at ourselves and laugh mm-hmm. at each other and like just laugh at things very easily 
So it was on our second date. Ooh, second date. <laughs> so this was a while ago. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> John takes me to this very fancy restaurant. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like a seafood and steak restaurant and Made reservations I, days ahead of time. <laughs> I was so like flattered. I thought it was so cute, but I have the appetite of a five year old. Really? <laughs> yes, I love a good chicken nuggets and French fry dinner. <laughs> and so, what did she order? I ordered a salad, and I'm not a huge salad person. And I remember telling you, I'm not usually like this. <laughs> and I was like convinced he wasn't going to ask me out again after that because I ordered a salad and ever since he's made fun of me for ordering a salad on our second date every time she orders a salad I have to make a joke about it's it it's pretty funny like mm -hmm. it's a good laugh oh yes what would you say your fun so for me it was our first date um, we're really so going back on we these. are really going back um so we had set up the first date and set up bowling and a movie that was right. it was a simple date it was uh but we roll up to the bowling alley. I get there like five minutes before she does. The bowling alley is dark. <laughs> it's like sketchy looking. Like I it pulled is... up and I was just like, oh my God. Where Keep in mind, I hadn't pre-scouted this bowling alley. Okay. So I, I didn't know. <laughs> but I I looked at the hours online. They said they closed at 11 o'clock. And we roll up at 9 and they're closed. Like, Which they, you they're still not, ha you still they're have not a... open. Yeah. Like ever. No, <laughs> it's not no, like the hours it, yeah. is closed. Like out of business, mm -hmm. closed. Yeah. So then after that, we had to call an audible and just go straight to the movies. Yeah. yeah. And it worked out. It, it was worked a, out. It was a really well. great yeah. first date, I think. Mm -hmm. But it was just really funny because later on, I asked John. I was like, "So, you knew the movies were, or the bowling alley was closed?" She still thinks to this day that I think I that, that I pre-planned that and I knew it was closed, which is not true. I, I promise mean... you. But you know. <laughs> So that's that. Funny. It was it was funny. That was comical. But there have been plenty of other funny times. Thanks, Google. <laughs> we appreciate that. Um, Google yeah. Podcasts. You can check us out. Oh, yeah, we're, we're, also, we're, we're on Google, Google Podcasts. Um, but that wraps up our podcast. It episode. does. That is so it for this week. Thank you so much mm -hmm. for listening. Mm -hmm. Be sure to follow us by subscribing to our podcast. We're yep. on Google right we're now. We're on Spotify. almost everywhere podcasts are available. It's if so crazy. There is a chance we are not up on Apple Podcasts, but we will be very soon. We promise. We're working on that. We're things like are in when the we mix. got the notification, we were on Spotify. I was like, it feels mm -hmm. real. It feels real. But if you're on watching on YouTube, thank you so much for watching. Thank you guys. Definitely thank subscribe. You. Give this video a big thumbs up if you guys enjoyed it. And next week, we're going to talk all about dating. Dating. We're rolling into Ooh. one of the heavier topics. <laughs> I feel like this is probably going to be one of the more, like, question-based oh, yeah. topics. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk about what is dating, what do you do when you go on mm -hmm. dates, like, what to expect, all that kind yep. of stuff. Defining the line between friendship, talking, dating, and exclusivity. Mm -hmm. I yep. think that's, like, a really big one. Like, I wish I heard about that before yeah. I started dating John. <laughs> like, just, like, the no, like... What everything is, you know what I mean? Because everybody has a different everyone has a different thing. Mm -hmm. So we're gonna go in depth on that, and then things that are important when starting a new relationship, yep. because I think that's important mm -hmm. to start fresh. But we'll talk more about that, and then relationship check marks. Everyone has them. <laughs> but first, before we go, um, as far as the question heavy goes, don't forget we're still on Twitter for questions this week. Mm -hmm. um, it is hashtag tweet ya later y a. Um, go on there, and uh, you'll. 
be able to flow the questions. Um, you can also find us at uh, Call You Later Pod on Twitter. Um, you can directly tweet us there, but make sure you include the hashtag so we can see all and we can filter out the questions that we're going to answer. And you have a good chance of getting your question answered. So if you have any questions, um, make sure to send it to us. Yes. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So, and that does wrap it up for today, yeah. guys. So I guess I'll call you later. Call you later. All right. Bye. <laughs>